Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. Yes, hello and, and welcome. Today is another, another episode about Flood Barrier Price Made Homeowner Speechless Part 3. And um, the subtitle is called Anthony Did Not Consider Flood Doors and Flood Gates. So I want to yeah, tell you a little bit about the world of flood doors and flood gates and why it could be an alternative to uh, traditional flood barriers, uh, demountable flood barriers, portable flood barriers. The price is relative. It depends on the right choice of a product and its performance, not only on the investment at the day of purchase. So, um, yeah, let's have a look. And um, for all those who uh, did not listen to the previous uh, episodes, uh, um, Anthony is a Philippine house owner who is afraid about climate change. And you know that in the Philippines, 25 typhoons hit the country and make landfall every year. And uh, sim similar um, situations we see in other parts of the world. That means all, almost all over the world, from the Middle East, uh, from Saudi Arabia, um, Dubai, in the United Arab Emirates, Qatar, Kuwait, India, Bangladesh, um, Sri Lanka, Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines, Cambodia. I don't name them all. Uh, up to China and um, South Korea and, of course, Japan. So, and... Um, yeah, and Anthony uh, is afraid, was afraid about climate change, so he asked for the protection of his house. Uh, three parts can be considered. Uh, you know that uh, the protection of the house itself, the building, the garage, and the garden. That means you think about protecting the whole lot, and that makes a huge difference when it comes to the selection to the yeah, uh, which uh, which barriers uh, shall you take, and it has an impact on the price as well. So uh, the quotation that Anthony got uh, looked good and uh, the offer described the kind of portable flood barriers. So to be more precise, the mountable flood barriers. So it's this system with stackable aluminum barriers that has vertical and horizontal seals and is compressed from the top at the left uh, and at the right side of the barrier. So far, so good. After several meetings online, by phone and personally, Anthony realized that suddenly additional costs arise. So he was shocked in a way because he did not expect that. And suddenly the price went up and 
suddenly the supplier asks for additional civil works and accessories uh, um, like storage systems and um, other things, alarm systems and this and that. So, um, and the price um, went, went up and that was really shocking. So he, Anthony asked himself, well, was it the right supplier? And uh, is it uh, the right decision to go for portable, for demountable flood barriers? Are there other solutions available that fit better? Then he started to investigate. And uh, in the last episode, I presented the Inero mobile flood barrier that is also a portable flood barrier, but made for longer distances. So it's not made to protect one entrance, one single door or, or a garage only. Uh, but it redirects water perfectly and it protects whole parts, whole, whole lots and also villages, municipalities. You can install it along the river, along a creek. Um, uh, you can put it on all kinds of surfaces, all kinds of surfaces, uh, uh, surfaces like uh, gravel, asphalt, grass, uh, sand, even in water. Uh, so it's declined. So that's what I um, described last time. And um, they... <laughs> They they made um, Inero a Swedish product, huh? and uh, we are very proud that uh, to to um, distribute it in Asia. So uh, um, the huge advantage, and that is always fascinating for me. That is why I repeat it: is that you can put 100 meter of these flat barriers in one crate to store it, and the size is like an office table. Isn't that amazing? 100 meter. Wow. Show me one other system and it's reusable. Why? Because it's a, yeah, it's a patented system and, and it comes with a very tiny, thin, um, steel or aluminum, uh, uh, sheets. Yeah. But that was last time. Uh, today, uh, we want to talk about flood doors and flood gates. And is that an alternative to, for Anthony, uh, for this, um, these aluminum uh, barriers he was requesting? And, uh, I just want to uh, give you uh, an overview of uh, what kind of doors and gates are available. So when you think about a door, well, the first thing is, hey, what is a door and what is a gate? <laughs> Everybody has, uh, so if you live in a, in a house, you, you, you have a door that opens, uh, yeah, uh, that opens, uh, you open the door and you go into your house. So that's, that's the door. The same as when you live in a condominium, in an apartment. That's the same thing. You have a door. Uh, we don't call it gate. We call it door. Uh, the moment um, you uh, have a door at your fence uh, and you want to go to your lot and you open this door, it's also kind of door, but some people call it gate already because it's a gate to, not to heaven, but the gate to your lot, to your home. Anyway, um, the moment you talk about your garage, Uh, normally there you have a, sometimes you have a do, double double swing swing gate or uh, yeah, sometimes single swing gate but the problem is and uh, the uh, it is very long and you have to swing it um, to, into a parking position and you, you need a lot of space for that so uh, that is why people call it gate already so uh, um, don't be confused yeah uh, whether it is called door or gate important is how it works and um yeah, yeah what else uh, what else do we have uh, we have of course um these these swinging doors and gates we have sliding gates we have pivoting gates so um and and there are also four-sided sealed uh, doors or gates and heavy duty gates so 
but that is already a very special thing. But uh, at the end, it, it, they do the same thing. They are swinging in a way. But uh, the four-sided seal door is already protecting a whole door uh, at all four sides. What a swing, um, um, a swing-hinged flat door is not doing. A swing-hinged flat door is only protecting you from the bottom and at the left and at the right side. And um, uh, lift hinge flat gate that, that is something what you can lower to the ground compress it because there is a compressible uh, compressive um, um, compressible uh, base seal um, similar to these uh, demand flat barriers uh, so it's swinging and then you compress it to the ground that is why it is called lift hinged flat gate some also call it lift hinge flat gate but it's the same and uh, um yeah, these, these are the different uh, poss possibilities. And a, and a four-sided seal door protects you from all four sides, even at the top. Yeah, that is why you can make it two meters high. That is a typical height of a door, but of, of course that is available up to two meter, two meters 30 to 80, something like that, yeah, depending on the size, of course, on, on the width of your door. Yeah, so... Um, Let's start with a swing hinge flat door that I mentioned before. Uh, that is something that um, protects you at the, at the bottom and you don't compress it. So, um, yeah, how do you make, how do, do you um, make it uh, that the water cannot get into the, um, into the room, into the uh, area behind? It's, it's very simple. There is a door step with a ceiling. And uh, that is an advantage, but also it is a disadvantage. The disadvantage is that you have a door step. So if you want to get in and get out um, um, quite often, so it's a little bit uh, uh, disturbing. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you, you cannot walk with a trolley or you cannot uh, for delivery for, on, on trolleys, for instance. Uh, it's not really uh, helpful, but you can use a small ramp at the outer side and at the inner side. That is what people do very often because most of the time this door is open if you use it for public, uh, um, uh, for, for um, daily affairs. However, there are also cases, uh, for instance, um, when it comes to the uh, um, lot or the, the building, let me say, of a, a pumping station or a transformer station. So these stations, uh, they normally have a small building with one door, one window perhaps, uh, even even not sometimes. Um, and... Um, then they they have this door. What what is a secure safety door? Uh, so uh, and uh, to protect uh, this small building uh, from the danger of floods, you need a flat door. So a swing hinge flat door is pretty good if you want to protect it. Let me say up to one meter, one fifty or something like that. Then um, you just install this flat door in front and you keep it permanently closed because. The service personnel is is only coming to for maintenance uh, issues from time to time. Sometimes for months, nobody is going to this this area. So it's pretty good, and you don't care about this about this doorstep because you really don't need. And if ever one day you have to replace um, um, heavy things inside, so you need to deliver something, and you don't want to carry it, you want to roll it on a on a. Yeah, uh, yeah, with with on a trolley with wheels or something, then you put these uh, the, the, these ramps at the front side and at the back side. By the way, that is what musicians and uh, people who 
who organize events, do daily. They always work with ramps. Delivery of food. Um, just next time, watch uh, the food delivery. And when there are stairs to enter into a building, they, they always have some ramps, some portable um, ramps with a, with a checker plate with them. So it, you should uh, just should know it. And the Liftinch floodgate doesn't have any doorstep. It's flat and even, so that's perfectly made to protect um, a street. So across the street, you can do that very well. Um, to protect everything what is behind. That can be that there is a compound behind. Yeah? And at the left side, right side, you have a wall. So perfectly, um, perfectly uh, that perfectly fits. And um, yeah, maximum width is uh, four to four meters, 30, depending on the height. And then you, you need a middle support. So that is why for um, a garage for one with one car, it's a perfect solution if you have the space to swing this lift-inch floodgate, because you cannot install it at the, um, at the pavement directly at the street, and then you want to swing it to the outer side. That means you swing it to the middle of the street. That is not possible. But it is possible to swing it to the inner side as long as that is the only uh, entrance, and you don't use it quite often. But that is a solution I don't suggest. Um, the better thing is that you move your whole entrance, your gate, your section, um, three, four, depending how, how wide it is, let me say, four, five meters towards the inner side of your compound, of your lot. And then you, you create your own artificial wall. It's a kind of U-shape what you're doing at your lot. Um, the advantage is your garage is a little bit um, at the inner side of your, of your lot. And uh, you can always park in front of your garage. That's a very, very good thing. And you can, uh, you can also um, uh, install this lift and floodgate from the inner side of your, of your um, uh, building. Yeah, that is a, <laughs> from a water pressure point of view, it's a negative water side because uh, the, the water is always pressing against it. But um, technically, it's no problem to install it. So is, is it, the third one is um, is a sliding gate. So that is, yeah, it's it's a, it's a gate. Let me say four meters wide, um, two meters high perhaps. And this one is sliding. So you can um, normally the functionality, the operation is by um, by um, with manu manual operation. Yeah, <laughs> with manual operation. So you you um, don't use. Uh, you don't make it uh, automatically, but you can use a motor, of course. Um, but this motor is operated by uh, by an officer, by a, a person. But that is not something what I recommend for a private house. Uh, um, then you have heavy duty gates. Uh, these gates are really heavy duty um, and um, so special because um, you have a high requirement for the sealing system and um, yeah, and you still have to open it. That means it. Can, imagine that this this gate is so heavy that <laughs> that you are not able to open it. That is also not a good idea. That is why um, these flood doors and flood gates are not made for daily use. They are not made for that. Yeah, a swing inch flood door. Um, okay, you can do that. That is very easy to do. You open it in the morning. You close it in the evening. No problem with that. The lift inch flood gate. Also possible, but it is not made that you open it every hour, every five minutes. Uh, so it's not made for that. Um, 
what else? Uh, we uh, the four-sided sealed uh, do flat door. I mentioned it already. Yeah, that um, is used when you are afraid that your house or your door, yeah, your door of your building might be flooded up to the upper edge, up to the um, door frame um, at the top of the door frame. And then, of course, you must uh, protect the door from the top. At the same time, do not forget to protect your windows because once you um, the water will get into the door, let me say up to two meters, certainly your windows are affected. Yeah? The height of the, the windows outside, I think it's about one meter or something like that, uh, plus the window, another one meter. So then, of course, the water will already find the way through the window. So you also should think about uh, windows protection with demountable barriers as well. There are honeycomb solutions, very lightweight, but that's not the topic for now. Yeah, that is how it works. And um, the question now is, will that work for Anthony's entrance door, for the terrace door, for his garage, for the main door? Yes, swing hinge flood door, I mentioned already, that will work, but not. it will not replace your door. Yeah? You always need your main door and you put the swing hinge flood door in front of it. But it, it is only possible if you have space, I always call it for the parking position. Yeah? When, when this, most of the time of the year, uh, you don't need it. In the Middle East, for instance, they, they always tell me, yeah, we only need it five days. In the meantime, they change their opinion. They say, oh, we need it several weeks already because it's raining quite often compared to before. Yeah, uh, and when you are in a rainy, rainy season area uh, in the Philippines, in Malaysia or Vietnam, um, you have more and more frequent rainfall and then um, you operate the, the flood barriers more often. So you need the space for the parking position uh, when you swing it. So along, when you open this flood door, uh, the best is you park it um, at your wall next to the door. But there must be space. If there is no space and there are obstacles, then you cannot do it. Um, that is why architects should already consider it just before the construction of the, the house starts. Later, it becomes more expensive. And... Um, And uh, if you only need it from time to time, then this doorstep uh, is not a, a, a big deal. If it is always kept open, unless you close it um, during, the, um, during the typhoon, hurricane or cyclone announcements or when really the bad weather, the, the heavy rain is coming. There's no problem. Because at this moment when you close it in the evening and you go to bed, hey, hey, nobody, is, nobody is using this doorstep. Huh? But it depends on the situation, how many people live in a house and so on. For the garage, the opening width for two cars, um, a five meter is too wide. So Anthony has a garage with two cars for two cars. So that is too wide for him. He cannot use it. Even with a lift and floodgate um, that will work with one car, I told you, as long as you have space for the parking position. But for two flat, uh, for two cars, so opening width normally is about five meters. And um, I measured it in my garage. Uh, I was curious. That's exactly five meters op opening width. Um, you can use two lift and floodgates, but then you need. Uh, You need a middle support and uh, one is uh, swinging to the left side, one is swinging to the, to the right side. That is a very expensive solution. And if that is one garage like mine that has no post in the middle, this, this garage opening, 
the five meters, uh, then why should you install a middle support for the lift and shut gates, even a demountable one? But it's very complicated to install it again and again for a private homeowner, yeah, for a hotel, for an industry. There is, there's no problem to do that because they have the tools, they have the stuff, um, they are used to that, and that's, that's okay. And normally there's always operation ongoing. So that's not a good idea for, for Anthony. But for the terrace door, yes. And uh, that means um, it's one stress less when it comes to the installation in case of uh, emergency. So, but for his home, Anthony did not consider the flood doors and the floodgates. However, for the terrace, he was doing because uh, that uh, he only needs from time to time. So that's a good thing. Okay. In the next episode, we talk about the automatic systems and um, yeah, we continue with flood barrier price made homeowners speechless and um, think about all solutions, even if they do not give the right solution yet, but they help you to find your questions to evaluate the price for your final decision for your flood protection project. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, protect for you? Anytime? worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. Safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season. You'll never be late for an episode. <laughs>